0: Welcome to Texans Talk. I'm Josh McSwain, joined as always by my co-host, A.J. Torres. Today we're going to be discussing some Texans free agency, what positions might be addressed, and who might best fit the positions in the new Collier regime. So, A.J., always looking up the numbers behind everything. You got any guys in mind that you think could be targets this offseason?
1: You know it's very funny because if you remember weeks ago, we we're thinking, okay, what are these guys going to do? We we're talking how this is about negative 20 million in the hole, and we we're wondering, okay, when is the NFL officially going to let teams know? Oh yeah, by the way, we're lowering the cap by X amount. Now the rumor is it's usually up it's usually gone up and up. It's usually gone up in 10 million increments. Maybe this year it goes down by 10. But we're not going to assume. So before they make this cut, we have, the Texans that is, $33.1 million in cap space. Out of the negatives, in the green, there's $33 plus million to spend. But if you look at it, we know what these positions cost. We have no idea what's going on with the Desha- the Deshaun situation. And I'm not going to say it's us having us uh, be hostages to whatever he wants to do. I'm just going to say it is what it is. So going forward, you don't have to name a player in mind because there's always somebody that's going to be, oh, you know, what? he's going to be on board. This is a rebuild Some guys are not going to want to be on a rebuilding team. Wide receivers are going to be wicked expensive. They will be. So, Well, I just kind of think about it, right? If you're going to get a wide receiver, right? Whether if it's, I mean, I don't think Kenny Galladay or Marvin Jones, let's say it's like, you know what? I want to play for a contender. I mean, guys want to make money too, but I mean, even so you're going to have to be on board because this is going to be a different culture, a different life. And with everything going around, I'm just not sure if there's a lot of guys that would fit this bill as far as names go, but do you have a position in mind?
0: Let's go defensive
1: line. Just complete defensive line. Uh, I, I can agree on that. Uh, we did we between uh Ross Blacklock, leaving it there, JJ Watts departure. And now, when they say edge rusher, there's some guys that like them on the line. There's some edge rushers I consider linebacker, right? Like Khalil Mack, I understand he's uh edge rusher, but I consider him really like a linebacker, hmm, personally. So, with that said. Eh. I'm really kind of thinking that the defensive tackle could use work. I think we need an edge rusher on our defensive end. So that's three positions right there. A guy in the secondary couldn't hurt an offensive line. that That's inevitable. And I think it could be a combination between free agency and the draft. It just goes by who's there. So, I'm going to assume that's going to be $10 million less in cap space. That's just my assumption. That's not true. But I'm not sure what we could do as far as uh, free agency goes. The draft I'm not worried about because the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds, they don't cost that much compared to the first round picks that get a steady, you know, it's a steady deal.
0: Right. Another thing to think about is Lubby Smith is coming in. We've been running a 3-4 for years. Do you think he's going to change to a 4-3 coming into this next season?
1: You know, I'm starting to think that the 3-4 defense is starting to become outdated just simply because you need more pass rushers on the line. Because before, the guys were going a 4-3 defense, and you add the edge rusher on there, it makes it a 5-2. And I've seen these nickel defenses on steroids. I've played with the X's and O's defense. But I just think if you're only consistently running three guys towards the quarterback, you better be in like a third and forever or a Hail Mary type of situation where you're only sending three guys if you're only sending three guys on a regular basis, especially with you, with the mobile quarterbacks you're facing, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, when he becomes a Jag, he's going to be able to get away from that. Let's right. be honest. All the mobile quarterbacks that you're seeing in, in both divisions, AFC, NFC, only three guys rushing the quarterback. They're going to have at least one guy that's double teamed who could get through the amount of coverage there. Listen, you got five offensive linemen. You got three defensive linemen. You're telling me the pass rush is going to be great? No. It's got to be a 4-3, and with that edge rusher, who I think is going to be a big factor in how the defense is going to change, particularly in the rush, Because they could not stop the run last year.
0: No, they could not.
1: They couldn't stop a runny nose. They couldn't stop water falling from a sink. It was brutal. I mean, anybody on the market, I mean, I really don't know. And would you be okay with this team not sign a free agent per se? Or maybe not, maybe like a key free agent. Maybe just like some guy that just tool up temporarily, just do the job temporarily.
0: Yeah, I think I would be okay with that. I think a guy to keep our eye on will be Jacob Martin. He was acquired in the Jadavian Clowney trade and, I think he showed some potential as a pass rusher, but he is undersized at just about 240. So I would not see him as a starting defensive end in a 4-3 scheme. He might be like a third down specialist or something like that. Would he be good enough in coverage to start at linebacker? I'm not sure.
1: You know, that was actually my thought about Isaiah Simmons because some people are like, oh, you could put him anywhere. If you look at his size, he was too small to put on the defensive line. He was kind of too big and maybe didn't have the speed nor to be in constant coverage for, like, corner or safety. So linebacker is kind of inevitable, but I thought in Arizona – J.J. need a good wingman. So Chandler Jones on one side of the line. You got your defensive tackles. And next to J.J. is Isaiah Simmons on the line being edge rush. I think J.J. is going to have a phenomenal time doing that.
0: I would agree. Now, actually, I should clarify what I just said before. Obviously, Martin was listed as a linebacker this year, but a 4-3 strong side linebacker and a 3-4 linebacker are not the same role, you know. Obviously, I, I a 3-4, like, linebackers will come after the quarterback a lot more, play the run a lot more. In a 4-3, they'll have to go cover a slot receiver a lot more, especially in a if they're running the cover two that Lovie Smith specialized with when he was the coach of the Bears – it could it'll be a lot of different responsibility. So how Martin gets used is going to be a big question because I think potential's there. It's just are they going to utilize his abilities well?
1: Okay. So another couple of things to add in consideration. There's only one quarterback on the roster. So I'm assuming A.J. McCarron is going to get re-signed, just my two cents. Probably. So, would you bring back Will Fuller?
0: Honestly, probably not at this point. Seems no. like after all the drama last year, he's probably burnt out of this organization, probably just time to turn in new leaf and – let it go.
1: All right. Let's see. Carlos Watkins. I see that face. Uh, it sound uh, like you're a fan. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean just maybe I'm not totally convinced either
1: way. Okay. Josh McCown, I'm playing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. P.J. Hall. P.J. Hall. Defensive tackle.
0: Well, he was listed as a defensive end in the 3-4, so I don't know if he would – where he would line up if we were in a 4-3, but I think, yeah, let's bring him back.
1: Farrell Brown, tight end.
0: Is there any tight end you really want that's on this roster?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, with the practice, just, I mean, Fells is getting up there in age, and Atkins is kind of one of those head scratchers where you have to find the potential, and hopefully during practice, they will see what the hell is going on and what they need to do. Big what if, though. Huge what if. It's true. And a, and a huge, I don't want to be the guy to make that decision. True. Not me. Let's go
0: so, for a couple of more challenging ones. How about Vernon Hargreaves or Jerron Connolly?
1: I was going to say Michael Thomas next. The free safety. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, the secondary was really banged up last year. I think some of the guys back there are solid. I mean, I don't know if we could get them cheaper than what we might expect if the cap goes down and all that.
1: Yeah. I mean, even with the cap going down, I just don't, I mean, I don't see uh, anything huge. Like I don't see them being like, Hey, Jadavion Clowney. How, uh, how's life, buddy? You like a reunion? And it'd just be like, eh, unless there's gravy on the table for the next couple of years consistently. I don't know, boss.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't hold my breath on that one.
1: No, not me. Although there's a lot of interest in free agents. Like, uh, is Alex Mack at center going to be interested? Play center? I mean.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know Alex Mack. I didn't even know he was still in the league, but I guess it makes sense. I mean, he's going from bad situation in Atlanta to another bad situation with Houston. I mean, I don't know if this is going to be last call for him and this is the only place that he could go.
1: If it happens, maybe. Jason the gravy. Yeah. Jason the gravy. I mean, I'm just kind of looking, and I mean, there's wide receivers here, but then – some other guys that just were out of place in the organization. I mean, Kyle Van Noy, our surprise was cut after one year after that big uh, contract. That was one of those, dude. You're going to live this one out and you're going to retire here in Florida because you like it. You know, bosh on that. And for real. And outside of that, I'm kind of looking at the wide receivers. You know how they say there's like the tier one wide receivers and then there's everybody else? Yeah. I would not be sold on this team signing Corey Davis. I think that's – I think he's a, a bust. And the fact is he's hidden free agency and apparently he's going to be a hot camaraderie. Not a fan. Just not a fan.
0: You don't think there's a chance Davis winds up in Atlanta with Arthur Smith?
1: With their cap situation? No way. Fair enough. No way. I mean, what's next? You want Josh Norman come to Houston?
0: Josh Norman... (laughs) Now, that's a name I have not heard in a long time.
1: Actually, actually, I heard it recently. It involved uh, King Henry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's just what I was thinking. Does he want two chances to get thrown around by Derrick Henry?
1: What's the incentive here? Boom. Guess what? You continue to make the paycheck, and you're lucky you get because you're a bust, but guess what? There's a lot of people that would pay for good tickets particularly if you want to fill that stadium in Texas where I think they're going to fill that place up to the brim in COVID. But guess what? Anyone would pay good money to see Josh Norman get thrown to the stratosphere again by King Henry himself. Yeah. What do you think about that one?
0: I just have the image in my head right now.
1: We got to make t-shirts on that, man.
0: <laughs> I'm sure somebody already has.
1: <laughs> just just Nor- just Norman getting tossed, and then there's like a galaxy behind him. And then above uh, King Henry's helmet, he's actually got a gold crown. Mm-hmm. Caption underneath, stratosphere for the king.
0: Or we'd have a slogan, Houston, we have liftoff.
1: Houston, you have (laughs) liftoff. Oh, man, that's just too much.
0: (laughs) We are so facetious about this team's future.
1: But, I mean, it's a rebuilding phase. I mean, if you want to, heck, you could... Ooh, hey, here's a predictable one. Since they're addicted to signing Patriot prodigies. Danny Amendola. Wide receiver help. Do I think it's going to be a tanking year for Houston? I don't think they want to treat it that way. But I think it's just going to end up being a bigger problem than what they can handle, and it's going to be.
0: Yeah, they're not going to tank. They're just going to be bad.
1: Well, it's going to be, hey, man, I'm locked into this, but then it's just going to be like, you know, insert sounds of Pac-Man dying.
0: Yeah, Amendola. I don't know. Guys had so many head injuries. This. I just feel like the Texans might be a situation of like last call at the bar. Bunch of guys that are not going to be in this league much longer. You want to play another year? Come to Houston.
1: <laughs> Basically, the bargain bin. Uh oh, yeah. I, talk- I mean,
0: this organization has never been really huge free agent spenders.
1: So I'm not sure what's going on with uh, David Johnson. Now, I'm not confirming this, but I went through the numbers and I went through spot track and everything else, and it looked like something was going on. I don't know exactly what. But if the running back position is vacant, I think they're going to draft one late in the round. I think there's going to be a couple guys available. But is there a running back that you would like to sign? If you could actually think about it now, hmm. I'm not, I'm not thinking uh, Keenan Drake, obviously Duke Johnson's not there. I mean, somebody solid, like uh, I'm not sure what's up with Mike Davis, if he's a free agent or not, I wouldn't be opposed.
0: Yeah. A guy like Mike Davis wouldn't break the bank. Of course, we might have a running back problem fixed if we trade for Christian McCaffrey. Because, I
1: mean, I think I'm not, I'm not ruling that out, but still.
0: Watson is going to decide so much of what happens. Speaking of Watson, the latest thing on disgruntled Deshaun is him going to the Cardinals and Kyler Murray coming back to Houston. I'm sure Murray would be whippy about that. But, yeah, how plausible do you think that might be?
1: Um, Cliff Kingsbury giving up his boy for Deshaun and doing him dirty like that? I think you have a better chance of me private piloting a plane. You have a better chance of me operating a plane, Tex. That's not happening. There we go. So there's that. Although uh, I'm looking at the running back market, and I'm not ruining that McCaffrey deal off the table, but I'm wondering what the heck Chris Carson, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, and Leonard Fournette are going to draw in. Although I think, yeah, Wayne Gallman would actually fit the backfield well. I mean, after what he did, I mean, bust up offensive line, system with not a lot of hope, just throw there, go out there, do your best. I see it.
0: Yeah, or potentially Marlon Mack from the Colts. He missed last year, so his value may not be as high. Could be an option.
1: Because he needs the money Adrian Peterson Oh boy I mean I didn't say I didn't say uh, Alfred Morris here. I said Andre I said Adrian Peterson. But mind you, you want to know why that guy's gonna pl- uh, play until he's 40? It's because he's broke. And it's been released to the public. He's broke, broke. Hmm. I'm not sure if that guy gambled like Michael Jordan, but who boy, that man, that man is in serious money troubles. I couldn't even imagine myself in first world problems, I guess.
0: I guess. So what about Le'Veon Bell?
1: You know, of all the things about culture and that thing that all these people in the front office and ownership want to talk about, if you think that Le'Veon Bell is culture, then I got a great idea. Let's have all these guys in the locker room break protocol and go to the bar. And speaking of, you want to know what I've actually noticed? with all the dysfunction and everything else, not just the Texans, but other teams, did you notice that baseball players with only 60 games in a regular season had a harder time keeping with protocol than the NFL players did? And they had a full season?
0: I didn't realize that.
1: There's been a lot more Major League Baseball players and they've been named for breaking protocol than the NFL the Cleveland Indians have had it hard. And what happens? One guy breaking protocol actually got traded. The other guy got suspended. And another guy, they're now their, their best player on offense. He broke protocol and I think he'll get traded. We want to go by culture. It's the same damn thing here in Houston. Right. Same damn thing.
0: Yeah, if you you want to see an expatriate guy, how about James White?
1: Yeah. Except here's the thing. The, I mean, you might as well move the Houston Texans to New York at this point because they're so close to the Northeast. You might as well. Except it won't be called Houston. It would be called Houston.
0: What about the Texans? Does that name change too?
1: It mo- it'd most likely be something like uh, the Houston Redcoats, maybe.
0: <laughs> Houston Redcoats. There you have it, folks.
1: Or that, <laughs> or the Bluecoats, something. <laughs> but I mean, really, it's so bad. You might as well move it to New York. Because here's the thing with all the Patriot players, you might as well move them closer. Except here's the thing: the Patriots hold up trophies. The Texans just hold up the white flag. It's like, yeah, 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 Jerry, you might as well make you might as well take over Texas. Everybody died in the Alamo, it's the same thing. But we well. We're going to New York, the second team in New York, because it's Buffalo, which is Canada Junior, and New Jersey.
0: There you go. Damn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But in all honesty, I see just filling guys. I'm going to see at least one expatriate, I think. And I think this is going to be a tanking team, but if you think about it, after this year, they haven't had a first-round pick in two years which unless you're the Rams where you don't have the budget to pay your first round pick, it's a big deal. They were a complete team. This is not a complete team. And I'm not sure what the next prospects are going to go down the list, but hopefully there's a combine next time around. And you're just going to have to look for the future and you're going to have to be patient with this team. I have no idea what else to say. And you, any thoughts on this matter?
0: I've said that many times, it's going to be at least two years before the team is going to be a contender again.
1: Even that being the case, usually you just like to be optimistic. Like, I think the New York Giants are a year or two away, but it seemed like it was a good idea to sign Golden Tate, even though they just released him, which now their best wide receiver is Slayton. Now, whether if that's to draft, what they predict is Jalen Waddell, I don't know because of all the needs that that team is needed. They've said that they were going to draft a wide receiver for three years in a row. Right, Possibly four, but you get what I mean.
0: It's true. So you think with Cully being a wide receiver guy, do you think that's where they go in the draft or in free agency? How do you see that playing out?
1: You know, all his, I keep looking at his resume and I just think to myself, you know what, if you pick a wide receiver going into this, just at the spot that they're at with so many needs, we've discussed in the draft that they need to go, uh, I guess we said, offensive line, uh, defensive line, edge rush, yes, piece in the secondary. I think the young corners are going to need just better development hopefully with a wide receiver guy. Maybe that could be a little bit development. But we did have the same wide receiver coach. uh, I think his name is Prince. Uh, He came from Detroit, and he worked with uh, Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay. He worked for the Lions for a couple years. I could see him uh, maybe taking like like maybe just signing like a low-risk guy. Do I think it's Amendola? Maybe not. But there's a couple wide receivers on a team I think he could develop, particularly since there's going to be a couple hitting the market soon. I'd like to see how QT is going to do being in that role. I do want to see what Chad Hansen can do. And with the money, if it's a one-year deal, go for it. But if it's going to be multiple years, I would hold off just simply because you have no idea what's going to happen with cap space the next time around.
0: Exactly. Or have it into the contract where there's an out if necessary.
1: Yeah. And the one thing is if you're going to sign a pick, which at this rate, let's see, no Deshaun, uh, defense still subpar, not good draft capital, not great developing talent so far, which that could change. Well, if you're going to be drafting the top 10, your first round pick is going to be expensive once you give them the contract, sign in bonus, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You also got to save up for that. Why bother cutting guys and everything else when you could just go with these one-year deals or not spend it all. Right. It's so hard to trust the process, but these are the steps. I it think is. they could get away this year with one sign-in, but you could still have somebody on there that could sell in Jersey. Again, I'm hoping that the McCaffrey deal goes through with Watson, but I feel like uh, that's all we got or we're living our prayer. Indeed, and I think that's so. Yeah,
0: fans, just take my hand, we'll make it. I swear, it'll be rough for a couple seasons, but things will be better,
1: (laughs) and that is great.
0: Yep, any final thoughts, AJ? Ah, the pain. We've elaborated on that enough.
1: <laughs> Fair, <laughs> and I think that's uh, I think that's in our parts. Just uh, we hope that uh, we got news with free agency, and if there's any uh, anything shocking or anything updating Deshaun, I guess we just uh, be worried about it. Until then, we really don't have anything solid until after the second round of the draft. It is true. It's going to be born in that meantime. It really, it really will be. It'll feel empty. I think that's what Indeed. the fans would just really... I mean, usually free agency is just an exciting time. And I think we're going to see Will Fuller taking our offer somewhere else. Agreed. How much, I don't know. Plus there's that uh one game suspension, but I don't think that'll be much of a big deal. Nah. Like the air spots? Oof. Yeah.
0: Indeed. There you go, folks. Buckle up. Cause it's gonna be a bumpy ride. On behalf of AJ Torres, I'm Josh McSwain. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.